Conversations with Amazing Me, Amazing You. Hi everybody, greetings from the south coast of Ireland and welcome to the Amazing Me, Amazing You podcast. I'm Steph. I am so excited today to have Val of Yoga and Val with me as our very first guest on Conversations with Amazing Me, Amazing You. And Val has been a skin therapist. She is now an incredibly talented and motivational yoga teacher and she is an incredible student of herbal science right now at the moment. And today, Val is going to share with us her own journey back to self-love. Welcome, Val. Hi, Steph. It is so great to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for being here. It's great. It's very exciting. So do you want to share your story, share your own journey back to self-love? So I decided to share my journey back to self-love due to the fact that quarantine just happened. And I've had a lot of time in the last few months to give myself time and to delve deeper within. So my journey begins or maybe ends and then begins um, with the ending of a relationship last October. So within this relationship, I probably would have lost a little part of myself or a little part of my self-love a relationship where I gave a lot more than mm. I should have. And I suppose when I came out of it, I was deep in exam season and then Christmas and then back to exams in college again and just a lot of not having a lot of time to give myself. So when quarantine happened, I was absolutely delighted to have the time to give myself the time. Sounds wonderful. And so when you say, you know, in the relationship when you were giving more, were you aware of it at the time? Definitely. But I was willing to give that at the time. Yes. But then when it ended, I realised that how much I needed to give myself afterwards. Yeah. So quarantine was a real De blessing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Quiet time. So what was the first thing that came up for you during quarantine? Um, so I suppose just the shock of not having anything to do, first of all. Um, and then just trying to find things that were going to take up my time because obviously beforehand I had been so busy, um, which I love. But yeah, so busy, didn't really have a whole pile of time. Obviously, you have to give a lot to college and a lot to yoga. And I suppose the first thing was realizing that I had ignored myself a lot. I had kind of been looking forward to it. I was nearly at a time where I was going to have a lot of time off anyway because I normally take the summers off. But I was two or three weeks before I finished to be like completely finished college and having the time to give myself. So it was kind of like the perfect time because I was almost at my wits end with having too much to do. Ah, so it yeah. was just the first thing I suppose with quarantine was noticing that I had obviously the time to give myself. I started counselling. Straight away, got a life coach, I started counselling and I suppose they started me then on a different type of journey with self-love. Like obviously I would have always have had the time to give myself with yoga and with meditation and I always had a daily routine to give myself the time of day. Like I always had an hour a day or maybe two hours a day where it was just for me, um, even though I was busy. But yeah, so I always kind of gave myself the time, but I suppose... 
they took it from a different angle. Mm. It wasn't just like, you know, caring for yourself physically or mentally or emotionally. They really dived into what wasn't working for me. That was the beginning. That's incredible. (laughs) And did you start that as soon as quarantine kicked in? More or less, yeah. Yeah, I had been thinking about, uh, well, the life coaching, I had been doing a couple of sessions beforehand. Um, I had been thinking about counselling for a very, very long time, like a very long time, but I just kept saying I didn't have the time or obviously it was going to be expensive. Like I was coming up with every excuse under the sun, basically. As we um, do, yeah. But yeah, I just <laughs> felt, I think when I had the time to think to myself and didn't have anything else to do but be in quarantine that I just decided now is the best time to do it because I can give it my all and I can do all of the exercises that they're telling me to do instead of just ignoring them, you know. So, yeah, so I got a lot out of all of those things, obviously, and then obviously yoga and meditation and journaling and everything on top. But, yeah, yeah, so that was the beginning of the journey. That's fascinating. I love it. I love the timing of it as well. Oh, perfect timing. Like, couldn't have come at a better time. Fab. Do you remember, were there, like, say, after either counselling session or the life coaching, was, were there ever light bulb moments that you went, oh, my, I never, ever realised that? So many. Oh, my God, so many. I think the journaling, 100%, like, it definitely, like, I think when you put pen to paper, it's just mental what actually comes out of your own head that you don't even realise that you're holding in. It yeah. just goes, you know, you just start writing and it just continues. So I think I learned a lot from that. Definitely with the counselling and stuff. I think with the counselling, a lot of it was making me realise what I was thinking was actually right and that I wasn't just overthinking something for no reason. Mm. My counselling work specifically was a lot to do with rebuilding my gut feeling and my intuition because I had ignored it for so long. And what I was doing was acting on feeling and not acting on what was actually happening like I was associating my gut feeling with fear yeah and with like running away instead of me being like oh that's my gut feeling and I want to stop now because it doesn't feel good that was fear wasn't my gut feeling so I was replacing my gut feeling with feelings of run like run away yeah Yeah, so I found myself in a lot of situations at the start of quarantine being just like very I'm like I'm, I'm very say the words cutthroat but that's like such a like horrible way to describe it but I am very black and white like as a person anyway so I think I'm just very like this is how it's going to be and that's it like that's just me as a person I always have been so it was really hard for me to be like no I actually am right I'm not right like my gut feeling isn't right they did yeah they did a lot of work on that so that is incredible isn't it yeah so I think that's a lot where a lot of it had stemmed from yeah we can come out of that trusting Mm -hmm. ourselves 100 percent. yeah 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 Yeah. completely went off on a tangent in a different way completely yeah so yeah yeah so to bring that back was like and obviously I'm still working on it that's not always there it's not going to be perfect straight away or whatever but yeah it's amazing how much I how much I didn't realize that it was fear I was acting out of or like not trusting like I suppose I wasn't trusting myself but not wanting to believe that I knew myself yes. you know what I mean so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. 
That is so powerful, yeah. isn't it? Mental. Yeah. <laughs> I would have had similar in that, you know, just kind of ignoring the gutter, thinking that mm-hmm. can't be right. And mm-hmm. I'm going to override this. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. To return to trusting the gut. Yeah, 100%. And it took a long time as well to rewire the emotional response to a gut feeling that it wasn't like, like mine was run, like drop it, go run away from this person. It's not good for you. You know, yes, like it's really yes. like. I'm not even going to give them the time of day. It's just like you've yeah. made your, like, you know, you've gotten one black mark, you're gone. Like yes, that kind of thing. Like yes, I, was just, yeah. I was just very, like, that's what I mean by cutthroat. I'm just like, it's yeah. like, you know, my way or the highway kind yes, of thing. Yeah. But it took me a long time to step back from that and be like, patience. That's one of the main things that I had to learn was patience. I'm not a very patient person, <laughs> but I'm working on it. <laughs> and so how did you put that into practice? How, how did you? The patience, it stems from every situation. I think with, Oh, I think new relationships is the main thing. Like relationship with myself, obviously giving myself patience to put into practice what they're teaching me. That things don't have to be done right now. Like that's just me. Everything has to be done now. Like people are not like me. People don't need to do things right now and they're okay with it. Whereas I'm like, it needs to be done. Why is it not being done? You know, so things like that. I suppose having the patience to realize people's reactions to things are different and yes. they take different times to process yes yeah. different yeah just different situations like that and I suppose new relationships like especially after my last one I would be very like one black mark you're gone you know I've never seen you again yeah. <laughs> whereas I've yeah. learned to to like get have a little bit more patience with people I suppose and not give them the black marks so easily yeah <laughs> and do you find so when are you practicing bringing the patience in back for yourself for myself definitely yeah but I I think I I like from patience it would automatically go to like annoyance anger like I was like, yes. yes now I'm like okay step back this person's okay you know like yes. give them a chance like they have to yes. you know what I mean it, it takes a lot though it's not easy like it's not an easy thing to do for me but it's yes. why I'm working on it, yeah. It reminds me of, for me, it was the pause, creating a tiny yes, pause. Yes, definitely, just... definitely, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's easier said than done. Oh my, <laughs> absolutely. But when I started introducing a tiny pause before definitely, reacting. Definitely, definitely, yeah. yeah. Or sometimes when I react, I'm like, 10 minutes later, right, break that down. Was that was that necessary? Like, you know, and then sometimes I'm like, yeah, it was necessary and that's fine. But then there's other times where I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I reacted like that. And then I go back and I always go back and say to the person, like, that yeah. was completely wrong. Yeah, And I yeah, think people yeah. appreciate that as well. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. So. And then to find the forgiveness for ourselves. Totally, yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. So yeah, so all these little, little things that I obviously knew were there already, but I'm putting major work into them at the moment. Yeah. And so when you think of now your gut intuition or that gut feeling, Mm -hmm. if something comes up for you now, is it still a work in progress? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I think it always will be. Uh, I think it always will be. But I think for me to not think in the fear and not thinking that this person is trying to um, not even hurt you or trying to like make you see things in a different way like maybe yes. try to lie to you or like are they lying to me like you know that yes. kind of thing yeah um it's very hard for me to to distance one from the other but I'm I'm definitely getting there yeah, with it. yeah. that sounds like a phenomenal yeah. journey mm-hmm. back to self yeah when I look back since the start of quarantine I'm like oh my god I can't believe how far we've come Definitely. Now it wasn't all like great and easy and God, there's been so many days of like 
breakdowns and but yes. I, I love I love getting them emotions because I think if this if I'm going to be in this state like this yeah. emotional state leave it like feel it and run through totally. it because something better is coming out of it or whatever you know yeah. so I totally agree and I think tears are healing aren't 100%, they? 100% yeah 100% they're a release and they yeah. let go of some pent up mm-hmm. emotion or something that we've maybe been trying to push down so definitely yeah, yeah definitely yeah I think every emotion I love yes. feeling emotions I love riding the waves of yes. them you know so yeah. yeah no I definitely think um yeah, I'm a lot more in tune with, with with how I'm feeling or what makes me feel a certain way or things like yes. that since quarantine. I, and I was, I always was very in tune with my gut feeling, but yes. I just lost it through, through I suppose, different situations yeah. in the relationship and stuff. So yeah. I definitely lost that connection, which I thought I hadn't because I'm like, that's my gut feeling, run. But it's yeah. not, it's not your gut feeling, that's feelings of fear. So, yeah. That's that's yeah. incredible, Val. Yeah, so it's a good a good uh, journey yeah. through. And what about I am I, I because of my own experience, I would have found it quite difficult to forgive myself each time I you know I know now not messed up, but you know each time I forgot to do my new practice at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Would you have found that for you, or were you much more compassionate than I would have been with myself? So putting it into practice, is it? Yes, and then each time that oh, I don't like, as in if you like react differently, yes, yes, yeah, yes, okay. yeah. Um, well, definitely, but I think I I just found I was just learning so much from. It. I just found yeah. it fascinating. Yeah. Like when something like that did happen, I was like, oh my god, I just did that, and that's exactly what they said not to do. You know, and like you know, you yes. find yourself catching yourself in moments, and then I think the I I just think if it was me on the other side. I'd want the person to come to me and be like, I was completely wrong in that. So yeah. I think you learn more from that. And I think the other person learns more from that too, you know, that yes. you come and you say, I was completely in the wrong. They're like, oh my God, they're learning from their mistakes. Yeah, you know? yeah. So. And I, I find myself, if I apologize and say, oh, I really made a mistake there and I didn't want to say that, but it came out mm-hmm. that I think we give other people permission to be more human yeah, as well and, and acknowledge that. vulnerable, yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah, yeah, 100%, but I think, yeah. Just the fear side of it was was massive. So much learning and fear. Oh my God, yes. so much learning. Yeah. Yeah. And what, can you identify or share with, what, what was the fear? Like, what, what was it based on? Was it, was it based on maybe judgment of others or judging ourselves or? I think it's fear of being hurt. Oh. Fear of being hurt, definitely. Yeah. 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 So you're just like cutthroat, gone. Yes. <laughs> Get out of my life quick before you hurt me. Yeah. But it's like protecting your own energy, you know. Yes, yes. But I suppose you you can either learn from fear or you can stay in it yes. <laughs> forever. Yeah. yeah. And so if there was a fear of being hurt now, how do you navigate it? Um, well, first of all, I know that my gut feeling is fear. Well, it was fear all yeah. the time. So now yeah. I know when there's fear because I know how to to yes. see my diff- my feelings differently if there was a fear of being hurt I stop and I analyze the situation and yeah. I give the person the benefit of the doubt now even though I don't want to yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still give them the benefit of the doubt yeah. and I just try to bring myself back and just be like what is this giving you like if you're going to sit here and you're going to worry about it what is this giving you? you're giving away your energy to something that doesn't even exist so you just have to yeah, just bring it back. Like, otherwise you're going to be thinking everyone's out to hurt you all the time. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah that so is so powerful, Val. Yeah. yeah. And you know when you said there that how you see feelings differently now? 
I think I just related so much. I related so much with, like, I was always a self-love person. Like, even mm-hmm. my, some of my friends will tell you, I'm always like, I love myself, but I do because you have to, you know. Yeah. But I think I was stuck in this, just feeling, I, I just felt very vulnerable, especially the first few months of this year. Like, very yes. vulnerable. I didn't know where I was going. I didn't know what, because I was just out of a relationship. The yeah. thought of even starting another one was like oh my god I can't believe I have to do this like will I ever find something that I'd actually want to spend my time on again I did not want to give my time to anybody like like nobody was taking my time from me like this I was so like protecting my energy so much yeah whereas now I can now I can like distinguish between like fear and someone actually wanting to spend time with you and not hurt you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And how does that feeling of vulnerability sit with you now? It would be a feeling that you say, oh no, I hate this feeling coming up again. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And that's that's something that does come up. Like when you're like all of, like say if someone, if something or someone or situation makes Mm. you feel all of those old feelings come back. Yeah, yeah. You're immediately like, like it's like it's like being suffocated you're like I don't want this I don't want to feel this you know I don't want to be in this situation yeah but then you have to be like but this isn't that situation it's a new one so you need to build new pathways with this to get it to a certain place yeah so that's incredible there's a book that I was reading recently called self-observation and in it they say that um you know our thoughts are always based on our memories Mm -hmm. and when I read it I thought that is so powerful so powerful Yeah. yeah So if we can remind ourselves, oh, these thoughts are based on memories and this is new and this present moment is new and different Mm -hmm. and there's a different opportunity and different relationship and Mm -hmm. we can make a new choice. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Yeah, you just have to. And it's it's easy to compare situations with older ones, but which is good in a way for learning and for comparing your your processes of learning, I suppose, since you've been there. But it's also a really bad thing because you're going to be stuck in that situation in your mind, in your memory, and you're going to keep relating that same fear or that same feeling or whatever it is, whatever feeling it is. Because you have a choice whether to feel that way or not. You don't have to feel that. Yeah. So hopefully (laughs) we can keep it going. It it sounds sounds amazing, Val, and an incredible journey. Incredible journey. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And do you feel, I suppose... In your own, so your self-thoughts have probably become much more loving. Definitely, yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, 100%, yeah. And then how do you, how you feel about your feelings? Yeah, I'm a lot more accepting of my feelings. Well, I always would have been anyway, like, don't get yeah. me wrong, I've never been a person that, like, negative self-talks all the time or anything yeah, like that. I think yeah. I've always been kind of... I don't know, I would say away with the fairies, to be honest. <laughs> it's, the only, <laughs> it's the only words I can think of for it, but... I don't know. I just think, or present that you're always yeah. Present I'm with your always feelings. present yeah. in my feelings, yeah, or feeling feeling into them, or knowing what feelings I don't like, or I can choose a feeling very quickly, or choose a like you know to be happy, or choose those kind of things. But obviously, there is feelings come up that you can't you can't run away from, which is good. You have to feel them, you know. Yes. So I suppose in tune with them that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I think it's just accepting of them. Like, let them come, let them flow. If you feel like that, it's okay. It's not, you know, you don't have to feel a certain way. Just because someone's telling you you should be happy and you should choose happiness doesn't mean you have to feel it all the time. But know that it's there to take whenever you want it. Yeah. I always think that, that, you know, growing up, 
I'd have heard, you know, oh, don't worry, or it's not so bad. Mm -hmm. or, and I know the person would have been saying it to reassure mm -hmm. me, but it actually it does kind of stop us mm -hmm. feeling all our feelings. Mm -hmm. And I love what you're saying there, all our feelings, they're there to be felt. Mm -hmm. Definitely yeah. there to be felt, yeah. Yeah, feel everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's what you learn from, I think, mostly. That's, it's totally. that's what, and then journal it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> journal yeah, everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I find the journaling incredible as well. Mm -hmm. I find, when I started that, I remember thinking, were all those thoughts in my head seriously? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah sometimes I'm like hiding this book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone read this, I'd be put into an insane asylum. <laughs> I think I could do the same on mine, yeah. But I, I remember thinking as well, it was like almost like a detangler, yeah, you know, just spritz, yeah, like a detangler definitely. all over my head because what would come out, I'd just feel, who Cameron. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when you read back on it, you're like, what? Yeah. Like, that doesn't even make sense. Yeah. But you're like, it, that's exactly how you're feeling yes, at that moment. Yeah. Yes, yes. The journey yeah, is so, so powerful. Oh, so good. So good to just draw it out of your head as well. Like you feel like you've just shifted everything, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and you can kind of like look at it and be like, okay, well, that's not like that. Like that, yeah. that's not even true. So why am I writing that? Yes. You know, so yeah. it brings you back, I think, to yourself more. Like it's, it's very, very good. So, yeah, so good. it is powerful. Yeah. And do you do it in the morning? Is there a certain time of day that you do it? Um, are you, well, over quarantine, I was doing it every morning. Um, I was doing meditation. Then I journal what came up. Um, but now I kind of just have my journal with me all the time. And if something comes up or if there's a quote I like or if there's something, if someone says something and I'm like, oh my God, I love that. I write it down. Oh, so I just cute. have it, yeah, all the time. So it's good to, I just think it's good to write stuff down anyway. I'm yes. all, I've am i always been a note taker though. I've always been like, you know, I always write lists and I always, I'm always doing things like that. So yeah, it's just nice to have it with you. But and yeah, that's a great guard idea. it with your life in case yeah. someone reads it. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Would I feel comfortable bringing mine around yeah. with me? <laughs> Because I I'm like, to... oh no, it's gone. Where is it? <laughs> <laughs> It'd make a bestseller. <laughs> Don't put your name in it anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I, I find if I do it in the morning, it, it almost serves me for the rest of the day. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Because if I'm busy or distracted in some way and I don't get to it till later I find I'm kind of more mm -hmm. diaring rather mm -hmm. than journaling, you know, it's more mm -hmm. what came up during the day. Yeah, so I find in the morning is the best time for me just to definitely, get yeah, the most and like it. maybe specific questions as well, you know, or like I obviously always like if you like if you're a person that's like I don't have time to journal, then think of your think of like three things you're grateful for in the morning, three things that you intend to do in the day, and what do you not want to give your energy to today? Yes, and then you have your intention set for the day, like and try to say these things out loud, like even yes. if you feel that you feel stupid, say them out loud so that it's not just thinking. Yes, you're getting it yeah. out of your head and into yeah the space, yeah. you know. So yeah, like it's massively like that's why I always put on my stories on Instagram in the morning. People are probably sick of reading. <laughs> what are you grateful for? But like it's so powerful. Oh, it's it mental. Is. It's so so powerful. Yeah. So yeah, so it's great to do them first things in the morning. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And the visualizing. Do you ever do the oh, visualizing? I'm a huge manifester. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My love visualizations. Yeah, yeah. And one of my friends, Katie, is doing a future self visualizations with me at the moment, and they're oh, fab. Brilliant. Yeah, they're fab. Yes, I yeah. do them actually as well with the holistic psychologist. Yeah, yeah. They are fabulous. Aren't yeah, they? they're good to put things into perspective in your own head. I think. Yes. Yes. Yeah, but I remember the first one I did with her. Like it was on a workshop that we were doing and she would like a Zoom workshop. I wasn't with her at the time, but I remember ringing her after and being like, Katie, mine was like insane. Ah. I had like the complete wrong feelings. Like all of my feelings were completely closed off. I was feeling like 
really anxious to be and I never get anxiety or anything like yeah, that yeah. really anxious to be in my own body oh. and I never get feelings like that but I was like it, it was like I didn't want to see the future because I was afraid of it yeah wow. so it's been like a lot of shifting then since that yeah that's incredible so I've been doing a lot of them now lately and it's amazing what they can do like that wouldn't have been something I'd do before at all yes. but whereas I'm loving it now you know yeah it is mm-hmm. very powerful isn't mm-hmm. it just to have that image in your head of what mm-hmm. you want to manifest or mm-hmm. what you want to have in your life definitely yeah just the self-observation of it I suppose as well yes. you know yeah mm-hmm. do you know recently thinking of the manifestation I'm a huge fan of it as well and just visualizing it but I was in Fennels Bay recently do you know Fennels Bay Yes. Near Myrtleville. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted to have a place there for a workshop. Mm-hmm. So I, I said, okay, I would really like it. And I was saying, universe, just send me a place mm-hmm. in Friends Bay. And uh, a few days later, somebody that I know down there rang me and said, do you want to use my space for a workshop? Oh I my was, God. Yeah. That's mad. Mad. It does work though. I think yeah. it's so powerful. Incredible. So, it's so like, powerful. Yeah. Sending out the messages or, yeah, the yeah, wishes. the detachment from the thoughts as well. Like, yes. you know, yeah. visualizing and then detaching from what you visualize. Like, just let it go. The universe will bring it back. Yeah. And it's, it's so powerful. It's yeah. so hard to do that. So yes, hard it to, is. to not think about what you're you're trying to, to get or trying to achieve, you know. Yeah. But it, if you just visualize it let it go and then yeah. bring it back and yes. it does it works yes. it's really powerful and it's trust again mm-hmm. I think you know for mm-hmm. me it's definitely just trust trust mm-hmm. myself trust the universe mm-hmm. yeah yeah definitely and it's so hard to do that too sometimes isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you're like I want it done now it is very very <laughs> hard for it. what is it <laughs> just it give is. it to me yeah no definitely yeah I think I always think of it like um like the yoga practice you know each time that you do something you kind of get mm-hmm. more familiar yeah, and definitely, stronger yeah, definitely. and like the so the visualizing or the journaling it becomes just mm-hmm. all part of every day so now it's like yeah, brushing my definitely. teeth definitely now we need it yeah yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, if yeah. I'm like, where's my journal when I'm going out the door? It's like phone keys journal. <laughs> yeah, I love that, man. Yeah, no, it's fab. It's good to have it on you all the time, you know. Yes, yeah. I love that Now, idea. there's loads of other stuff in there too, like that. There's yeah. shopping lists and things in there too. It's not just, yeah. it's not just crazy thoughts. <laughs> yeah, I love it. But it is, it's fab to have it on you, definitely. Brilliant. Yeah. And are there other tools or techniques that you're practicing at the moment? So the journaling, Um, the visualizing. I think self-observation massively. Like it's mental what happens in your own mind in the space of like a split second, you know, just like observing how you react to people, the situations. And that's something that you do anyway with with yoga and like, you know, observation on the mat will ripple effect to the off the mat, things like that. But when you actually sit with yourself and obviously meditation is like this, but the self-observation with journaling is completely different. You yeah. know, like you're like, how do I react to that situation? You're like writing it down and then it's on the paper. It's there in yes. front of you. You wrote it yourself and you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe I do that. Yes. You know, or yeah. like, how could you react differently to things? How do you react to your own feelings? Yes. Um, what can you do to help those kind of things? Yes. You know, and I suppose how do you react around other people? Yeah, yeah. Um, or why do certain feelings come up with different people? Yeah. Like those kind of questions. Like you yes. don't really ask yourself those in meditation. They might come up eventually if you're sitting there for hours. But yeah. when it's like, you know, plain and simple, ask the question. Ask yes. yourself that yes. question. I think, yeah. And Do you know one that I love for myself? Because it so often comes up for me. What triggered me today? Mm-hmm. And then yeah. how did I respond to the trigger? Mm-hmm. And how did the trigger feel in my body? Mm-hmm. 
And I'm practicing at the moment for myself when I notice I'm triggered to try to breathe into it. Mm -hmm. And the breath then brings me into the present moment. Mm -hmm. But the triggers, I love that prompt, you know, Mm -hmm. what's what's triggering you and how did you react? And again, it's coming back to, you know, that tiny pause. If I pause, I won't react. Mm -hmm. I'll respond from a place of feeling more grounded and owning what's coming up for Mm -hmm. me rather than blaming and pointing the finger. So, yeah, I find the self-observation incredible. And it's just something you can do. All the time, every moment. Yeah, oh, you have to work on it all the time. Yeah. But definitely the self-observation with the journaling is like an, another level of being spiritual or being, you know, like yeah. knowing yourself inside out. Yes. Because if you don't know yourself inside out, then you don't know how you're reacting to people or how you're making other people feel. Yes. Do you know? So yes. it's, I just think it's massive, like to know yourself and how you, re- like obviously not inside out. You're always going to be learning new things about yeah. yourself. Yeah. But just to know how you deal with a situation or that you're able to deal with a situation even or just how you can change your emotions or feelings towards different things or realize why you feel a certain way. Yeah. That it's like massive, like the self-observation side of it is crazy. People don't have a clue what they're feeling, you know? Yeah. Yeah. People don't give themselves the time of day to sit down and be like, like, how am I today? You know? I know to check in with ourselves. I would so love if it was taught, you know, if Mm. it was taught at school. It should be compulsory. Like from a tiny age. Imagine if you were four years of age and you start Mm -hmm. saying, oh, how come I'm feeling this way? Or... Mm -hmm. I can actually remember in school, one of my favourite days in the whole of secondary school was in a religion class. One of the teachers was doing a visualisation meditation. I used to just tell everyone, put their hands on their, like their head on their hands on the desk and do the visualisation. And every single time you came into the class, we'd be like, will you do that with us again? And that's my, that was my first, it was probably first year in school. So that was my first introduction to meditation. And we loved it. But like if he probably, if they knew that he was doing that in religion class at the time, he probably would have been fired. (laughs) (laughs) But it is is so so beneficial. It's mental. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think the self-observing of my feelings is a big one for me as well. You know, mm-hmm. just noticing how I feel about my feelings. So there would be some feelings that I'm very comfortable with feeling and comfortable with sharing. And then there were feelings and still are feelings that come off for me that I think, I can't believe actually I'm so uncomfortable feeling this right now and I don't want to even share it. So the self-observation is massive, a massive tool for self-loving, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And also just knowing what to put out for your own needs from yeah. other people. Yeah. You know, like if yes. you know that that doesn't make you feel comfortable, tell the person because yeah. they're going to make you feel like that all the time otherwise, you know. So it's just like knowing what you need or what you want for you, you know, yeah, making you feel comfortable or your boundaries yes yeah, yeah totally yeah. own our feelings I love that mm-hmm. actually owning our feelings is our creation mm-hmm. they're coming from us mm-hmm. so then when we're owning them we we can't be pointing the finger and saying they're making me mad no it's you who right? are making yeah. yourself mad yeah <laughs> yeah and then I love the boundaries yeah but you know yeah. that's something as well that's it's a long practice I'm practicing that for years and I'm still 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 mm-hmm. practicing because I think we can grow up you know uh, meeting other people's needs Mm-hmm. and that's more important or that's more valued when we're younger sometimes than meeting our own needs mm-hmm. and that's where you start to lose yourself when you yeah. start looking for other looking yes. after other people first like yes that's when things start to go wrong like your health will start to tear like you know things will 100%. start to go wrong inside definitely yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah you have to give yourself the time of day 
Yes. I'm all about that now. <laughs> I love it. And then, you know, another self-observation of our actions. That was a mm-hmm. big thing for me as well mm-hmm. that I realized, oh, gee, I was running, you mm-hmm. know, and I'd, even though I might make sure everyone else that I know was eating well, I might grab a banana going out the door and that was my lunch. Mm-hmm. You know, really my actions towards myself or mm-hmm. getting to bed late or not drinking enough water, mm-hmm. like really basic things. But it was when I started observing myself and how I behaved towards myself, mm-hmm. I was so taken aback that it wasn't loving. It was just barely enough to keep going rather mm-hmm. than really refueling and resting and looking after myself. Definitely. And I think obviously one of my favorite sayings <laughs> is actions speak louder than words. Uh, so I think if you, yeah. you can tell everyone all of these things over and over again, or you can be like a yoga teacher and teach the best of self-love or whatever your yoga philosophy or anything but if you're not doing it yourself then who are you to talk basically you know you have to put these things into action like you have to know yourself you have to know what what you need or what you want to be able to help other people yes definitely and you know isn't it fascinating Val when you say that it reminds me of that whole you know when we're role modeling Mm -hmm. so if we're with our friends or family and we put out our own needs Mm -hmm. and we say this is what I need to do so I know it doesn't fit in with everyone else's plans but this is what I need to do for me it really gives everyone around us permission to check in oh yeah what are my needs as well and that's phenomenal isn't it like the ripple effect is incredible definitely yeah yeah, I think more people are aware of you doing this work, the more people will be inclined to do it for themselves, you know? Or even just like, again, with going back to like admitting that you were wrong in the situation, that your actions are wrong and then explaining why your actions are wrong or your feelings are wrong or why you reacted that way. Yeah. People are like, oh my God, I never even thought of it like that. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't like how you reacted. You know what I mean? So it makes people question it more, which is really, yeah, it's important. Definitely, yeah. I think before conflict would have been a big no-no for me, you know, to try Mm -hmm. to avoid conflict whatsoever. And now when there's conflict and I can feel myself tensing up or (laughs) reacting, I know there's a tiny part of me, even though I hate it at the time, there's a tiny part of me that knows after this, there's going to be massive learning. And then if I can share that and say, do you know what? That triggered something when I was seven Mm -hmm. or, you know, that... Yeah, it always makes sense, doesn't it? Our feelings Definitely. always make sense. Yeah. And there's always a story behind it and it's to find that compassion for ourselves. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, and forgiveness for ourselves. Definitely. And I think that's the most powerful type of self-love, I think. Yeah. And self-care. Definitely yeah. knowing yourself and knowing what you need and yes. how you feel yeah. is the most powerful. So that's like that's a lot, lot of what I teach in my class, like in my classes with yoga. It's not yeah. like... Obviously, I do the whole yoga philosophy and stuff like that, but my classes are mainly like mindfulness, like self-love, gratitude. Like I keep putting these things in or affirmations, quotes, like constantly putting that stuff into my classes. It's not it's kind of bringing people like or teaching people that it's not just about the movement. It's not just about what you're doing, but connecting with yourself when you're there on the mat and like how you feel and what you're grateful for. And, you know, like this is your time to check in with yourself. It's not just about coming and doing a class doing yoga or whatever you know it's not just about being bendy or it's not just about the yoga philosophy or like you know it's not just breathing it's not just meditation it's not about being the most spiritual person it's about making sure that you're okay on the mat you know what I mean 
Oh, that's man, where I, I go with my classes. <laughs> that's I what wish, I, that's yeah. my style. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. I wish I had your classes when I was much younger <laughs> because for me, it would have been more like an exercise class for yeah, so long. Yeah, you know? yeah. But I mean, you get the exercise too. Yes. Don't get me wrong. My classes are tough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's good. It's like resilience and resistance. Yeah, all those kind gorgeous. Of yeah. yeah, but just being reminded that the simple things, you know, just yeah. stand there like it's not just about knowing that your feet are grounded it's about checking in with how you actually feel like are yes. you okay today it's okay that you're not you know yes yeah those kind of things yeah yes all our feelings mm-hmm. are all okay all our feelings mm-hmm. make sense because I used to definitely box them off as good or bad mm-hmm. and they're not there our feelings always make sense they're our wisdom mm-hmm. right they are wisdom they're our guides yeah definitely yeah. yeah and they're also I suppose your choice like as in you have choice to feel different ways or feel different things and then you have also got a choice on what feelings you project out to the world yeah like your insight to the outside you know what I mean because that's the one that's going to have the reaction from other people yeah and it's creating that little pause as well to check Mm -hmm. in with ourselves definitely yeah definitely yeah that's gorgeous (laughs) gorgeous (laughs) that's my massive Massive journey over quarantine. Oh, well, thanks a million for no sharing problem. it. Thank you so much for having me. It's, I mean, what you share is so insightful and so powerful. And I think really inspiring, really, really inspiring. Yeah, I think just mainly the, the, the message is just give yourself the time of day, like just sit back. And like, I know, obviously, people don't have quarantine now to do it, but like, I've always said, even for years, I've always said to even my clients when I was a skin therapist, like give yourself an hour a week mm-hmm. to just like whatever it is, like whatever self-care is for you. If it's just something simple, like going out and buying yourself a dress, do it. If it's reading a book for an hour, do it. If it's going to the beach, it doesn't have to be necessarily meditation or journaling yes. or anything, but just something for you every week. But now, yes. <laughs> now I'm changing it. I'm going to say an hour every day at least. Yeah. An hour every single day. Like have that hour, even if it's just to sit in your room on your own and be like, I'm on my own for an hour. Yeah. Or if it's to go for a walk with a friend, if that's what you want to do that week. It doesn't have to be the same thing every day. Yeah. But just something that you're like, this is my time. This is what I need to give myself, you know but also journaling, self-observation. <laughs> so what would be the number one self-healing practice you would encourage people to have and that you will, without a doubt, you know, you want to continue for your own journey? I'd say definitely journaling. hundred ah. percent. Like, I yeah. think even if it's like, and people are like, what do I journal? What do I do? Google it. Google journal prompts and like, the stuff that comes up, like the yes. questions. And they yeah. may feel stupid. They can be so simple. Like, how do you feel today? What comes out of your head when you put the pen to paper is what matters, you know, and you can analyze that and decide whether that's actually what you're feeling or if if you want to feel that way or, you know. So, yeah, so I think journaling definitely, I think it's been the biggest stepping stone over quarantine for me, for my journey back to self-love, definitely. Beautiful. (laughs) Val, thanks a million. No problem. Thank you so, so much. It's been (laughs) my absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. If you would like to continue following Val's beautiful journey back to self-love, you can follow her on her Instagram page, Yoga and Val, or her Facebook under the same name, Yoga and Val. What a beautiful, inspiring soul. Thanks, Val. (laughs) 